welcome everyone to this week's episode of Holistic Conversations with Vicky and Bron. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast is all about how you can learn to live well, be healthy, have gorgeous skin inside and out, and really thrive as you get older. By sharing our knowledge through real life experiences in our holistic beauty practices using natural therapies as well as high-tech science know-how, we will impart behind the scenes how-tos on how you get the most out of your day to live with vitality. Hello there, this is Aroma Spa Bron. I'm here with Vicky Jameson. Hi. And we're, we're starting a podcast about conversations about holistic living. So first of all, I'll give you a little bit of back, the background about myself and then Vicky will do the same. So if you're a first time listener and you don't know us at all, um, you will understand a little bit about where we come from. So basically, Vicky and I met, um, well, probably almost um, 30 years ago. And we met at Beauty Therapy College. And we've gone through the same kind of course as in holistic beauty therapy, aromatherapy and skin nutrition. So I started... um, that way in beauty therapy and then I kind of progressed into aromatherapy from a personal um, situation where myself and my mum were really bad asthmatics and I started dabbling in aromatherapy in my clinic and I realised that I could take my clients on another level of relaxation and I was also healing their skin kind of without knowing it. And so I thought, wow, this is so cool. I'll go back and study it and get myself and my mum off our inhalers because we were we were really um, steroid dependent. And unfortunately, before I qualified, my mum had a fatal asthma attack. So you can imagine how life-changing that is. And it made me realise that, you know, we put all this trust into orthodox medicine and it lets us down. And in her case, um, basically what, what I took years of research and kind of figuring out was that her lungs were were relying on these steroids. Um, So they're basically a muscle and they atrophied. So when something went wrong, her lungs collapsed and her heart stopped. And so as my tribute to her over the years, which was no mean feat, as you can imagine, I weaned myself off my asthma inhalers and um, I made my first remedy, which is still one of my... um, best ones now and very close to my heart which is called breathe and relieve and yeah so that kind of made me realize right back then in my 20s that our health is what we make it and don't rely on what uh and and this is not putting down you know orthodox medicine by any means but it's kind of like don't rely on um your doctor keeping you well you've got to actually create yourself a holistic lifestyle and with when things do go wrong you know what's going you know you kind of got a plan b if that makes sense yeah so i think is is that kind of all i need to say vicky is that kind of covered yeah i think it's really interesting because i've known you for such a long time and we've been on such a similar journey but at different kind of levels if you like Um, hearing your story just reminds me of, you know, why you start and why you keep going in therapy and in in your clinic. 
and then you you actually changed a little bit and evolved I guess to making your own skincare and so what kind of led you to that yeah, well, I guess I had um, been a beauty therapist where our prime concern is kind of looking after the skin. I um, made remedies, like I was saying, like my breathing relief was my first one for clients, and I did notice their skin changing, but I didn't really have that much confidence um, to go, oh, here's my skincare range, because I was kind of making kind of these wonderful um balms if you like out of these beautiful vegetable oils but I had no idea how to make it into a cream or how I could sell sell that to a client to take home and that it was beautiful to use it was more kind of how as an aromatherapist you would mix a base for an oil you know like for a massage so more therapeutic um, rather than cosmetic. yeah so it wasn't necessarily even though it wouldn't harm the skin it wasn't like a beautiful emollient that you could put on the skin and and then so I kind of naively thought that as a as a beauty therapist and an aromatherapist that I could mix the two but I soon it took me many years to realize that that they're, they're miles apart like most beauty therapists unless you're a holistic beauty therapist don't really give a shite about um whether it's natural they just want instant results for their um, their client's skin. And the public back then, I mean, because we're talking the 90s, the public back then didn't know that there are a lot of skincare brands out there that can um, contain every chemical under the sun. And so to make a, a, a holistic cream, if you like, um, is so much different than making a chemical concoction or, or say like a, a chemical base with... By, um, skin ingredients in it mm. so um, I guess what happened is how I eventually got to the stage where I am now as making my own range was I was lucky enough to be contacted from someone that knew that I knew that I knew skin well and knew that I knew aromatherapy well and they said oh look I've got this um, uh, skincare range and something happened to her formulator can you formulate my skincare range? And you know what I said? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. And um, so it was actually quite exciting to me, but it was really, really difficult. So I was thrown on the deep end and she just um, sent me this money and I went out and I just bought all this ingredients. And I, can I swear on this thing? I went, oh, if and how am I doing? And I started experimenting and I made all these concoctions. I can just see you in the kitchen making all these, using yep. tubes and fuming bits of things. Going it was out. basically like that. It was kind of like me and my, um, what do you call it, a witchy poo cauldron, which my, by the way, my ex-husband um, said I was like a while back. And, um, yeah, so, but the weird thing was what happened in that, even though the first batches were disasters because with with um, cosmetic chemistry without going on to it too much but it can be out by 0.5 of a percent and it would just fall apart but what it made me realize was by having this affinity with the skin and I'm, I'm a very much a tactile person that I could actually figure out other stuff just by the feel 
Mm. And which which actually sounds ridiculous, and it is ridiculous. I don't really know how I did it, but then I realised that because I could make a cream and it looked really good, and then all of a sudden it fall apart, and I've actually wasted thousands of dollars. I thought, oh my god, I better go and um, work this out. So I went back and learned um, cosmetic chemistry, and how what to do if something goes apart, you know, falls apart, or, or if it's not working. And as I say. All the stuff that I was doing, I had, I mean, this was many, many weeks going on and going, yeah, that cream's nearly ready. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Um, I had I had fluked upon it. So so what I'm trying to say is what, what I was then taught through chemical, um, chemo, cosmetic chemistry, was I already had worked out. So that um, had just validated that you were actually on the right track and going by your instincts because you were so tactile and knew what it should feel like you could actually get it right yeah yeah and and then I was kind of um like I knew what the skin needed so I worked backwards and because she had said this is what's in my cream and now it's kind of like giving you all the ingredients to make a cake but you've got no idea what you've got to do with those ingredients and so because I learned the hardest way possible, I just kind of, um, when I got it, I got it. Yeah. And I remember, you know, like having to teach other people and they were like, how do you do that? And I'm like, how do I do what? And I was like, oh, okay, yes. Oh, okay. They want to know how, you know, how I'm making this cream. I better dissect it and, and work out my steps. But, yeah, so I kind of, I fluked upon it basically. Fell into it. Which, fell into it so yeah. it just goes to show what a brilliant mind you actually have um and <laughs> sometimes we have our own genius and we don't even realize it so that's the whole key of the the crux of the situation so that's amazing <laughs> yeah so there i go there you go and cool. um what about you what's your story so um so my name is vicky jameson and i have had my own beauty salon uh, once I had met Bronwyn and studied beauty, which initially when I, I was 25 at the time and thought, oh, you know what, I'm not into all this pretty makeup-y kind of stuff. I don't know what they learn at beauty school, but I'm not into that. But I was into how the body worked. And I thought, the body is an amazing machine. I want to do more body work. And I looked at the ad for beauty therapy and it said massage. Um, and at the time I wanted to be a physiotherapist. But I thought, I don't want to go back to uni for five years. So let's try this course and see how it goes. So, you know, when I say try this course, it was $12,000. <laughs> um, so it was a big uh, jump in the leap of faith, if you like. And because there is so much body, you know, anatomy and physiology in it, I just thought I am in the right place. So yeah. when I qualified, um, I worked straight away. And then about three years later, I started my own business, and which was called Better Body Beauty Sanctuary. So I have literally kept the same name. There's been a few tweaks at the end. Uh, and my whole philosophy has been on holistic beauty therapy, which I know is a thing now. But in, back, again, as Bronwyn says, back in the 90s, it wasn't. It was very um, chemical and anti-aging was very... Um, Let's give us the best results in the shortest possible time. Beauty therapy was all about ship them in, ship them out, numbers kind of thing, not 
the human factor that we're all coming for a facial to actually chill out from the world. So my focus then became how do I help all these clients that I had that needed to de-stress because I'd come in frazzled and then they'd go out, relax. But you could see that it would go in like about five minutes. So as much as you're working on the skin and I absolutely love figuring out stuff with the skin. So I understand that whole process of what should be happening. And then if things aren't happening in the way that it should from a function perspective, what are the contributing factors? So that's how my brain works. And the skin for me is a process of what we're putting on, what goes in. So how things get in and then also our internal so our mind, our thoughts, our emotions, how we feel, as well as the physical, you know, nourishing and, and vitamins and nutrients, basically, that we do and water and sleep and all those kind of things have such a massive effect on our skin and how it looks. And then how it looks has a, an effect on how we feel about ourselves. So that, that became kind of the focus of my salon back in the day. And I went back and studied aromatherapy like uh, Bronwyn. So that's four years back at college uh, as I was working. And through that, I did a lot of Eastern modalities like Ch Chinese medicine, kinesiology, um, a lot of herbal tinctures. So I kind of learnt a lot of other cultures and the way that they integrate their uh, beliefs and how they live basically into how they treat the human body. So from that mind, body, spirit pers perspective. And so I thought, well, why can't we do this in Western world <laughs> was my thought process. So I started incorporating a whole lot of things. And I think this kind of brings us to where we are today with Bronwyn and I is we still have that philosophy where, you know what, there's a lot of things in East, traditional Eastern philosophies that can work so beautifully with the Western culture. And a lot of the time we need to listen in to ourselves. So go with your gut feeling, listen to your intuition, um, do what feels right. So I think we've lost touch. Um, and you mentioned this, Bronwyn, about, you know, when you had your asthma and, and you got yourself off the inhalers, don't be reliant on one type. So Western medicine is one type of medicine and there's nothing, we absolutely need it. It's amazing. But also it's our responsibility as human beings to know our own body, know what it should feel like and what feeling good feels like, having energy feels like so that we can be, you know, our body's actually primed to be at its best. So we've just got to look after it and feed it all the tools that it needs to stay primed. Um, so, of course, that means, you know, drinking so much water a day, um, getting so much sleep in a day, moving our bodies. Otherwise, if you don't, you know, use it, you lose it. So all those basics, I call it, and then bringing in other things to optimize like your essential oils and you know pressure points or um, different movements shiatsu and acupressure and herbs and uh, crystals because of vibrational energy so kind of all those things integrated into how I now work 
Um, and obviously being over 50 now, <laughs> some, of the, some of those things that impact our life and, and make things um, typically seem a little harder sometimes, like hormones and stress, uh, yes, they impact our skin, but it's really about um, how our body metabolizes everything and how we kind of feel on the yeah. outside. Yeah, exactly. So I guess um, why we want to do this podcast is kind of to link our knowledge. And we thought that we'd do some different subjects every week and um, people could probably ask us questions and, um, you know, contribute to our topics every week. But we thought um, we're probably going to run out of time today, but our first podcast, we could, we could talk about our own personal daily and weekly regimes. Um, because it's all very well. I felt I, I don't know if you're the same, Vicky, but when a client, I was talking to someone about this the other day, when a client, the old time beauty therapy, client comes to see you about facial and you, you do a consultation on them. And there's a question like, is your diet balanced? Because you haven't got time to go into their diet and they'll tick yes. And then quite often you might ask them a few questions, but you've really got no idea. You no, know, well, that's we've got an idea, but we're assuming they know what we mean by balance. Yes. And so I thought maybe we could cover when we talk about our regimes, we kind of will cover what we kind of eat daily mm, mm. and give people a bit of a bit of an idea on what we call balanced. Yeah, and I think it's handy to also go into tips like you know what one of the other questions I always ask a new client is how much water do you drink a day. You know what the standard reply is? Not enough. Every single person, they don't tell me the amount. <laughs> they go, not enough. So we're aware that we don't drink enough. And I would probably say, I don't drink enough either. But at least, you know, my aim is two litres a day. And how do I do that? So I actually do have a process or a plan yeah. so that I know that if I'm nowhere near my plan by three o'clock in the afternoon, I better get a hurry on. And, and the reason is I feel crap the next day if I haven't drunk enough. Yeah, yep, same. And, and, and things like um, it always bemuses me, and I don't mean this to come across negatively, but how little people know. And when I say, well, what do you mean you're, you're constipated? For how long? Or, of course, that's going to show on your face. Or, well, how much water do you drink? Or mm. how much alcohol do you drink? Or... Yeah. What's your nutrients? What's your daily nutrients? And they've got no idea. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the constipation ones are classic. You know, people go, oh, so do you, you know, go to the bathroom regularly? Because it's really key to evacuate. Um, and they'll say, oh, you know, maybe every third day. I'm like, what, every third day? Third day? What yeah, I know. It's like, oh, is that not normal? No, you should be going like up to three times a day every time you eat. Oh, so things like that make a big difference, yes, to your skin, but <laughs> clearly yeah. to I mean, function. that alone is, is, is like will be probably a key subject because it just makes sense that we're not made to carry around those toxins. And if they're just mm -hmm. sitting in our, in our bowel dormant, isn't it just logical that that's going to not only come through our skin, but it's just going to, it's just, basically we're going to feel like shit exactly <laughs> well, well actually in chinese medicine they have like puns for everything it seems and your colon area which you can see on your face is your you know that forehead area 
if you can get like bits and um, you know pimples and things like that break out that doesn't kind of come out that's usually a sign that you're constipated and emotionally you can feel shitty about stuff constantly <laughs> so there's kind of always a bit of a correlation yeah and and we're going to talk about that more later but holistically yes. that is just um which back in our day it kind of seemed a bit like woo woo whereas now um you know the orthodox medicine will have this amazing breakthrough that oh apparently um if you're feeling depressed you should go and sit with nature well who would have known that like you know they took me even here it's like, like what so don't wait for science to figure yeah don't wait for science to figure things out that's when it's like listen to your gut what do you think would make you feel good right now oh sit under a tree or go for a walk on the beach Mm, hello yeah and you know like the ancient man the word disease was dis-ease yes but we just lost so much um of our of our kind of you know what feels good what feels right we're so stressed that we don't people just don't know how to feel good anymore but I mean one thing what is happening with the new world is people are realizing there's so much information out there but they still think which is a bit annoying that they can google something and they've got they're the master of it yes exactly at least they're um, asking the question and I think that's what we'd like to address in the podcast is coming from you know we've each got 30 years each of so that's 60 years of experience <laughs> when you say it like that it doesn't sound so great um of combined uh knowledge is to go let's look at people who've done it and are doing it well and ask questions from that so that you can integrate what feels right for you but from a knowledge perspective not just from an information perspective so slightly different yeah yeah and i think probably through us if it's not our personal journey or our personal story um we've had a client that experienced that we can touch on so many subjects so Mm. i think it's it's kind of um i think we need to get it out there and what we tell people when they come in to see us quite often they will they will not know what information they need and we're sometimes i don't know if you feel this but we feel like we're kind of telling them all the stuff for their own good Mm. but they're not realizing or, or using that as much as they should, if that makes sense. You know, yes. like what you said about the water. Yeah, I know I should. But if we kind of can can um, start with next week, um, breaking down our regimes and kind of helping people look at their own regime. Mm. And even if they just do one thing each week and just ask us questions, ask ask us how they can do that you know maybe or yes this is what I'm doing and I don't want to change it but how can I do this or something um and go from there yeah I think it's a really good place because it some of the smallest changes can have the biggest impact and then once you're on the, the road to wellness and that's what wellness means is that you can actually increase your wellness exponentially uh so it's just up to you what level you want to go to and, and we want to be here to help everyone get to where they want to get to so but knowing that there is a whole lot more to go 
Cool. All right. So we're going to make this a weekly thing and we will post this on all our channels. So I'm um, Aroma Spa or Aroma Spa Bron or Bron Evans. You could Google that or Vicky Jameson at, and Vicky at Better Body. Yeah. So Facebook on Better and, Body and Instagram on Vicky Jameson. Yeah. All right. And YouTube. Vicky Jamison. So we'll yeah, we'll get it all organized. Ask us questions in the meantime, but yeah, holistically having conversations about wellness and and keeping it real. I think that's the key. Exactly. Because <laughs> don't worry, yeah. we still drink wine and eat chocolate. Oh, exactly. And that it's all about enjoying life, isn't it? Exactly. That's it. We don't have to be perfect. No one's ever perfect. Nah, yeah exactly and there we go i hope you enjoyed this episode of holistic conversations with vicky and bron on all things living well being healthy and having gorgeous skin so you can thrive and live with vitality follow the podcast on this platform if you enjoyed the episode and want to hear more you'll be notified when we upload new episodes if you loved what you heard share and follow us on our platforms and drop us a note on what you'd like to hear more of. Until next week.